And we're back. Another episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. The beast. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, finished Peace of Mind. Yeah. Then we uh, had, what was it, the covers episode, the non-album tracks. That's right. Which we had one of those done in advance because we're... The holidays. Holidays, yeah. Yeah, so you were... Because we were, we kind of miss each other a lot this holidays. Right. Um, I was in Florida and I go back and then you were down there. And then I went to Florida. Right. Yeah. So yeah. those last two episodes were, in case anyone's wondering, yeah. they were done <laughs> yeah, a week a... before. Yeah. Um, but they get great traction, eh? Yeah. Time we do those oh, man, we got tons of feedback with those. Yeah. We'll get into all that now after uh, this beer. And we're getting right into it, eh? It's been a while. So this is the Narde APA, American Pale Ale. It's from uh, a Twillingate brewery, which for anyone out there who's listening, uh, Twillingate is another place out around the Bay or Newfoundland, but that's the iceberg, famous place for icebergs, the iceberg alley, they call it, right? Um, Split Rock Brewing, so I'm looking forward to this one. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. And I've been just like listening to Virtual Eleven a fair bit. Yeah, I would say as more than I would choose to. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's not it's, growing on you at all. It's a bit of a struggle. I'll be honest. I'm trying to find some bright spots. Uh, yeah, I won't give my takeaway, but I think we're gonna butt heads a lot when we do. Oh my god, yeah. That's the next album we're gonna do. Probably the next episode from this. Yeah, that's right. Um, we start. Well, we we're starting recording. So. Yeah, I think yeah. next week we'll record. Yeah. Virtual 11 part one. Yeah. So it sounds like we're going to be the yeah. butting heads bit. I hope all the people who, who loved Fear of the Dark are, are just can't <laughs> wait. They're lined up with the daggers to kill you. I'm just going to be fair. Mm. I'm going to criticize what I'm going to criticize. But I'm also yeah. going to like compliment the parts. I, I think there is some good stuff on that album. <laughs> I'm just going to be fair. I'm just going to be honest and true. And if anyone else disagrees with me, that just makes them wrong. <laughs> but a lot of people, they just like write albums off. They do. They get like two tracks in. They're like... I don't like yeah. it. And they yeah. write it off and then give yeah. a chance. But there's a lot of good stuff on that. It's album. almost like if you devote your life to a band and you love the band, you expect a certain amount of quality. And some people feel that this album isn't there. Ooh, what are the odds of that? Yeah, yeah there's some truth in what you're saying. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> but there's a lot of good stuff on Virtual Eleven. Yeah. I just I like, just don't want people to be like, Yeah. you know, a lot of people, they're like, they just trash the album and they're like, yeah. They don't stop. There's a few good songs on there. There's a few yeah. really classic songs on there. I mean, I'll save most of I'll save most of my takes for the for the when we break it down. Yeah. But I will say this: I was listening today because I now I got the CD and yeah. the truck has been playing for a while. It was a little late getting to me, but I've been listening to it digitally for a long time. And I, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, you know, what, when you love a band, it shouldn't be hard to listen. See, I don't right? find a but I'm picking out. Hard to listen to. Yeah, but I'm like, oh, this guitar solo is excellent. I'll highlight that. This is great. Yeah. But then I'm like, overall, I mean, it's no appetite for destruction. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest. It's not a classic Maiden album. Mm-mm. I mean, you'd be hard pressed to put it in the. But top, I think it's a very interesting. Quarters, I mean, we should save this for next episode. Yeah, we'll but I think it's a very interesting Maiden mm-hmm. album. Yeah. And it's kind of cool, I think. So I posted out. Uh, well, you sh- you sent me the image, but put put it on Facebook. You know, watch your takes on. Yeah, I put it on Twitter Eleven. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got a lot of scorching takes. If we get some time today, maybe I'll cover them. But maybe we'll intermix them through. The... We should do that when we do virtual. Yeah, because I don't want to comments from Twitter. There's scorching and we got, takes. Uh, I think I got five emails. Yeah, I think people, people are going to agree with me more than you this time. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. This beer is delicious. We've yeah. kind of been drinking it. Oh my god. This is beauty, though. Yeah, this is a two-bear episode for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's we'll do it. <laughs> so, like, I've been forwarding you emails. You've been collecting stuff. We haven't talked in a long time. And what's been going on in Mainland? We haven't had any. Well, first of all, I got that many mm. emails when Neil Peart died from Rush. Yes. I think it's it's not Maiden-related. Mm. But I think we're I, – I guess it's because people realize we're in Canada. Yeah. That they're sending us so yeah. many. We have talked about it on the podcast. So I think you mentioned one time he's – you consider him, if I was to say, you consider him the best drummer ever. Is one of. One of. But in a, in a in very top. small group, right? Yeah. 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 So not really Maiden related. Yeah. The only Maiden connection I can think of is they have an album. When they got really keyboard heavy yeah. in the 80s, they had an album where they kind of came back to just like the, yeah, like a more rock sound. And it was because of Kevin Shirley. Well, they still had a lot of keyboards on them. Yeah. But, yeah. but Rush is a, is a well-loved Canadian metal band. Yeah. But... They also have a huge discography. 19 but, studio albums, yeah. Yeah, but there's only so many of them that are really solid. Is that true? Or, <sighs> it depends you know, on how big a Rush, get... If you talk to Rush fans, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a huge Rush fan. I have 
the first Rush album, I have Fly By Night, mm. I have Caress of Steel, and I have 2112 yeah. on vinyl. And then I kind of lose track of them and only know yeah. the singles after that. <laughs> this was so like, much I'm there. not a huge fan. I only have one copy of every album. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have four other albums. Yeah. And I know moving pictures, but like they have tons of albums. That I've tons. Never, yeah. I have, they have multiple albums that I've never, ever listened to. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just so much out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm like not a, a I'm not like a huge, deep fan. I know the first few albums. And, mm. Anyway, it's turning into the Rush cast. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> anyway, that's our uh, little tangent about Rush. Yes. Back to the Maiden. So Maiden, yes. I got a bunch of, there's a bunch of news that happened in the last couple of weeks. Mm. It's like weird because they're taking a break for Christmas. The British Lion Tour hasn't started yet. Yeah. The next leg of Legacy of the Beast hasn't started yet. So it's kind of this lull with no news. And I was like, we don't really have that much to talk about. But then when I started like writing down like points here of stuff to go over, mm. there's a lot of stuff to talk there's about. There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> there seems like there always is. There's a lot. And we're getting to the Osbournes later on. We're saving that one. Okay. That's coming up. <laughs> I'm getting fired up. That's that's for beer number three. So I got an email from Blaze mm. Bailey. Well, not I didn't. It's like their newsletter. I didn't. They didn't personally email me. But no. uh, Blaze Bailey has a new metal album planned for release in March 2021. So we started work on a new solo nice. album. And to me, even just as big news is, it says in the newsletter, we're thrilled to say that in September we plan to reissue the 10th Dimension album, which will be repackaged with upgraded artwork and we'll also release it for the first time on vinyl. Nice. So uh, big that's... Big news. Yeah. So after Silicon Messiah, 10th Dimension is just like another awesome solo mm. one. So April of this year, 2020... There's a live in Czech CD and DVD yep. from Blaze. September 2020, the 10th Dimension CD reissue and vinyl LP is coming out. Yeah. And then March 2021, the full metal studio album is coming out. Okay. So lots of Blaze Bailey news. Tons. Um, I love this 10th Dimension album. Yeah. I can't wait to get it on vinyl. I'm going to play a clip of it just because... Uh, because you can. If you like Silicon Messiah, this is Kill and Destroy. This is from uh, 10th Dimension. I'm only playing like a 30 second clip of it, but you'll get the point. Dimension. Nice. I love that album. I just, yeah, that's excellent. Can't wait to get it on vinyl. Yeah, no, I I know that. You made me a place playlist long ago, and that right. had that in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So deadly. And you sent me this link, and it was all over the internet. Someone picked up on like a post that Kevin Shirley made on Facebook, and there was the headlines everywhere about like the new Maiden album is rumored to come out. Yeah, and then. He posted and he basically said, I left my family for Paris where I spent the next three months working very hard on an unnamed but not very secret project. I finished with a loud ringing in my ears. So we covered this like back in April. So that was months and months ago. Yeah. We went through all the evidence. Remember we went through all the evidence we had of them doing a new album? Mm. So now it's months later and I don't know, someone picked up on this one thing and it blew up. So anyway, it's not really news. Anyone listens to our podcast already knew all the stuff. Yeah. But it's weird that they didn't go into any of the other evidence. They just picked up on this one mention and kind of ran with it. it That's weird. interesting, yeah. I suppose we could have went to Blimermouth or something, but, you know, I, I, I thought it was already – or maybe it's just our universe we live in, in but yeah. I thought it was already accepted. Well, the people that we talk to yeah. all kind of know. Of course. But it's weird that the these metal websites well, I mean, just even kind of Steve picked Harris up on said, But like, months ago. We did two, and yeah. two episodes we ran down. But Steve and Bruce talked about it was coming before. They weren't specific, though. Yeah. Right, and then we actually had the rec- like we have so much evidence that this right. Shirley thing is like there's this tw- isn't ten even things really as big or better than better. This, this in is terms like of not even as good as any yeah. of the evidence that we brought up eight months ago. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I guess yeah, we're just like in this maiden bubble where we're like everyone already knows this, but I guess Everybody. people don't if they're not paying that much attention. Yeah, you know all those people. I don't care who they are. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, you're like, a, is there such thing as a casual maiden fan? You know, it's like it doesn't exist, does it? Yeah, there's some people that know like I don't know. the hits. Yeah, 
Maybe. Yeah. Nah, that's true. Casual Maiden fans is the first step of becoming a, a full-on Maiden fan. Oh, I want to throw something out there. I had this idea the other day. Segue. I know okay. we got more news to move on to. If there's, like, any listener who's a Maiden couple, I was thinking about this. There's Is there a Maiden, like, man and wife, uh, or any couple, that are just diehard? Because we've met a few at the concerts. Actually, I think we met one stood next to them at the concert. But, like, really, it's rarely, like, generally, on a, like, a Maiden show, it's like someone's like, yeah, Maiden are cool. But, like, you know, and he's there with the tattoos, like, man, this is the best yeah, day of my life. we met a few. We met a few. There were a few couples at the Toronto yeah. show. Yeah, there Behind are. us, there was that couple, and they were both like and, and Maiden fans. I'm not saying that uh, that it doesn't happen, or that's, but if someone has that situation, send us an email or something, we'll give it a shout out because I'd, I'd love to hear a story about two people. If there's people Maiden who met brought them over, together, yeah, totally. <laughs> like you know, they're they're in the park and they're alone and they're singing like a Maiden song. And they turn around, they look at each other. That would be cool. Yeah, this is a bit bigger news than that last <gasps> thing. Um, I think that there is probably based on. This clip I'm about to play. I think there's a lot of hope for a live Legacy of the Beast tour live DVD <gasps> or digital video release. Cue surprise. So Steve, oh, my God. Steve Harris was on the Eddie Trunk show. And yeah. uh, this was back in November. Um, he said, well, this is the clip he said. He said that they're recording. They're going to be recording a lot of the stuff on the third leg for some sort of release. Holy God. So this is what he said. Did you, have you shot anything on this for a, a DVD? Because I know you've done a we've lot of those. We've been shooting lots of stuff. So, yeah, we'll see what we've got at the end of it. I think we're probably going to do a big shoot next time around. Yeah. Because I love that you guys, in, in for a lot of your tours, have documented it with a live album and a, and a DVD. I think that's a great great thing to have to remember that tour, to have something professionally recorded like that. Yeah, I mean, we record most stuff these days. Yeah. We learned the lesson from the 86 tour but <laughs> of uh, not recording. Yeah, the tour, and so I think we recorded most things now. That is amazing. So yeah, he's saying they might do a big, something big, yeah. like a big recording for. There's uh, only one thing I got to say to that. What's that? Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. Oh, that's beer news. There, beer number okay. two. Celebrate with beer. Celebrate with beer. That's the only thing I can say that we can do for that. What do you think? So will will it be released? blu-ray or will it be just like the live chapter i don't think they're going to be doing like uh dvds or blu-rays anymore i wish they would because i want to have it you know i like to have like a physical product yeah i just like pay money and get some kind of like file that i can watch on the computer yeah i hate that too i am blaze bailey you're listening to talking maiden the podcast of the beast Possibly the best podcast in the world. We can expect some form of a video. video release. But I will think. there be a vinyl? Oh, I don't know. If they're going to yeah. do it as a live album? Usually they put a lot like mm. in vivo. Yeah. The, yeah, okay, so Book of Souls live chapter, they both came out. The file. So first off, when they release live chapter, yeah. that's MP4. That's compressed. Yeah. That's not full HD. That's not as good as Blu-ray. I don't know. I'm, you can get 4K it might MP4 be, files. Probably. I don't, I don't care. I want the file. I want the disc. I want a disc and I want I want a disc. I want art. Yes. I want the whole thing. Especially for a high... Like, like I don't want a USB something, key. I want to get it on triple vinyl. Oh, and the CD, No, because usually they come on yeah. like a two or three oh, I know. vinyl to fit the whole concert. Mm. I want triple vinyl. I want yeah a, a DVD or blue, a preferably a Blu-ray in a case. Yes, and also MP4 is great if you want to have the download. Yeah, and I'll probably watch that more than the Blu-ray. But I just want to have it. You know, you have a collection. Yeah. You know what I mean? I that's just want it. to have it there and slide it. I want to have it on CD. Yeah. Anyway, that's good news because we were like, I don't know, wondering if they're going to release any kind of live document of this current tour. But no, I've been collecting stuff now. You got me into that. Yeah, it's frustrating when you can't have, like... This day and age, those (laughs) kids these days keep going. I think most Maiden fans feel like us about having a physical product, You got to. You got to. I mean, most, we're, you know, average age. Yeah. Or maybe, we might even skew a little young for Maiden. I'm very young. Average Maiden. (laughs) No, but you know what I mean. So young. No, but I mean... Totally. I know exactly what you're saying. got together in 1975. Yeah, and, and yeah, they've been around a long time. But, I mean, 
what like without the I don't care what anyone says you do not connect with streaming music it's good it's like streaming for me is perfect for having a party uh you know just background music like you're cooking yeah. or something perfect if you want to experience music you need so it's not just us talking and waxing nostalgic there's literally proof with this like I was you know I've been doing a bunch of reading lately around this specifically with some clients with sales processes and there's things with influence the more physical you make things people are hardwired to it like you they've proven that with like addiction if people sign a commitment but the physical signature means more there are real tangible proof that or there's real tangible data that the more physical something is the more the connection is to it be it an idea a commitment or something else so I don't care what anyone says you can hear the same thing and uh, so another example. But I, 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 yeah. I agree with you because like someone will mention a band to me. That's right. Yeah. If I just check them out on like three on one of the streaming services. That's right. I don't have Spotify. I have Google Music. So it's all the same thing. Yeah. If I go to Google Music and I check out the album, maybe yeah. I stream it. I listen to it once or twice and then it kind of falls off my radar. If I go out and buy a vinyl album or, mm. or even a CD, I've yeah. like invested something into getting this. Exactly. And I feel like I owe it to myself to like put the time in to listen to it. Yeah. Whereas when, you know, you have all the music you can ever listen to whenever you want and it's like, it's just floating out there and I never... Totally. I don't know. And, and I'll give you another example. Uh, I, I got a Kindle over the break and I was like, because I'm reading a lot of books lately, I was like, I'll get a Kindle, it'll be quicker yeah. and I'll save it and queue stuff up. It, the experience, I'm, I'm reading quick but I'm not retaining and loving it and normally I realize what I do with books it's like I'll buy books. And you know me. I'm a startup business guy. So yeah. it's like the lean startup. Uh, Jarvis from Night Demon recommended I read The One Thing. That was an awesome book. I read, I listened to Tim Ferriss's blog. I'm, I'm like any metal heads out there. I'm like yeah. this like optimization nerd. But what I normally do, I realize I buy a book. I read it. I like underline stuff. I put a slip in the front. I make any key quotes. I put that away. And then at the end, I give it to someone that will like benefit from it. I'm like – why did I stop doing that? Now I'm like reading this digital thing. I don't know See, what page I'm on. See, I would never get a Kindle because it's horrible. the reason that I pick up books is to like disconnect from everything. It's like I'm going to pick up a book now, yeah. go in by the fireplace, sit down on the couch and read. Yeah. Because I don't want to be on my phone. I don't want to be like in front of a computer. I don't want to be in front of a But TV. a Kindle is just just a book. There's no notifications. There's nothing. It doesn't matter to me. It's just yeah. technology. <laughs> oh, old man Nesbitt. He likes – he he's like even a book. I prefer reading from scroll. <laughs> All right, cool. Sanskrit. So Keep that's going. a live album from the Legacy of the Beast. Yes. Probably coming up based on. Yeah. No, you never know. It could get canceled. It could. They could not. Maybe they'll record it, and they don't like the recording. It might be we just get an audio. We might just get a download. We might. Who knows? But there's something planned based on what he said. Nice. So that's okay. So as of today, when mm. this is released, which is we're recording this two days ahead, but when this is released, the new British Line album, January seventeenth. It's coming out. January and February, the British Line tour. Yeah. February and March, Bruce is on his solo speaking dates tour. Then May 1st, starting in Australia, leg three of the Legacy of the Beast. And that goes to July 25th. And then that's the end of basically what's planned for Maiden. Wow. Um, I'm thinking almost as soon as this leg of this tour is done. Mm. They're going to announce the new album. That's just what I think. Okay. Maybe the end of the summer, release the single, and then have the album released in the fall, and then an album tour next year. Interesting. That's I can't what even I remember what my commitments were before because I was saying that. I Book didn't of think there would be this third came tour. out in September 4th, and they had a single released after the tour. So for Book of Souls, they released a single. So After it was, it was tour, Speed of Light, right? Yeah. But when they released, there's, there's, but there's no Speed of Light vinyl. Is uh, there? There's a CD single. CD single. Yeah. Okay. But we're kind yeah. of in a lull right now. But as of like now, as far as British Lion, Bruce, then Maiden, there's a lot of Maiden activity coming up. Yeah. And I think when that kind of winds down in the end of July, I think we'll get, if they haven't announced the album already, we'll probably maybe get a single and then I'm hoping for a fall album release. Yeah. Hmm. You see, I never thought there'd be another, you know, legacy. legacy yeah, I didn't tour, think so, so either. You know, I I thought it was going to happen a lot faster. When and, that dropped, it just kind of threw yeah. all of our predictions out. But. Yeah. So for me, I'm I'm just who knows now. So as of this airing, I just mentioned the British Lion album. Yeah. The new one is called The Burning. So I've been trying. I was going to pre-order it. 
Mm. So I went to the British Line website. Yep. And went to it's called I think it's called explorer1.com or something like that. This site, whatever their online store that's selling their pre-orders. It was came out to be $38.94 Canadian dollars for the album, and the shipping was $39. So I didn't pre-order it. It's like the shipping was more than the thing I was trying to buy. And I was like, mm. as soon as I got into my cart and added put my address in and saw how yeah. much the shipping was, I just canceled it. It was actually going to be cheaper to order from Amazon.uk to Am- to order from the UK, but then it said the delivery date was going to be in February sometime. Yeah. So I just didn't get it at all. So I'm just waiting for like to it to show it. up on yeah. Amazon.ca where we're yeah. in Canada. Um, I'm like Steve Harris. I'm like trying to give you my money for your album. Yeah. <laughs> like, does it have to be that that hard for people? I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. It's not listed on Amazon.ca yet. Yeah, I'm, but not, this I'm new, not tracking them at all. This new British Line album. Mm. Um, so we played a clip from Spitfire, mm. or Spitfire, it's two words. When that dropped, that was a long time ago. And I really liked that song. Then they came up with a song called Lightning. Mm. They released that a while back. and we play, I think we played a clip from that too, which is good. They just released a new, well, a little while ago, they released another single called The Burning, which is the title track. Mm. And it's really good. So these three new tracks off this new album, I put in a playlist, and I was listening to them at work like on repeat a lot. Love all three of these songs, mm. and I can't wait for this album. And it bugs me that I can't pre-order it. It's got really cool cover it. art. I really love like it's this guy Gustavo Sazes. He's a Brazilian yeah. guy. Yeah, did the cover art. Um, and it's weird because that first British Lion album I yeah. bought, I had that for weeks and weeks in my car. And I know it inside out. I just, yeah. it doesn't do it for me. doesn't do it, But yeah. this new album, there's something different. I'm not sure what it is. Something different between this first British Line album, which was years yeah. ago. Now, it doesn't seem like it, but that was a long time ago that came out. Yeah. This new one is like a, a totally different feel from it. Yeah. And I even took these three new tracks and kind of mixed them in to some of the old album tracks mm. and made a playlist of those and listened to them thinking it would kind of get me into the older ones. But the older tracks just don't do it for me. I can't get into that first British Al- Lion album. Yeah. From what I've heard, this new one is going to be completely different. I don't know. I'm going to play a clip from uh, the title track. This is only a third, another 30-second clip. I don't know. Something about this new batch of songs that just does it for me where the other album didn't. It's my time, careful. I really like this new stuff coming out of, from British Line. I just can't now. I can't get out of my head when we were talking to uh, Jarvis, and he's like, "Why aren't these being saved for a Maiden album?" Yeah, you know what I mean. That was a great point. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't understand why he would contribute any creative stuff to it, and I don't understand from as a Maiden fan. The, like the only reason we look at that is yeah. is because Harris is involved. That's it, right? Uh, these new songs. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're standalone, maybe good music. Yeah. But we're a Maiden podcast, and you're trying to pre-order this, not because you've heard this, but because you want to yeah, buy fair. everything that's Maiden. Yeah. Now, so, look. No, I got it on the yeah. first album, because the first album, those are songs that could never be really maiden Fair enough. Those first, that first album is like a whole different thing, and I can see why he wouldn't do that. But these, like this, that song almost has that Maiden gallop to it. You know what I mean? Uh, dun, 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 dun. I don't know. That's virtual twelve for me right there. <laughs> uh, look, you know, with with Adrian and some of the solo stuff he did, there's yeah. some some great spots in there. We talked about that, and then to Bruce, I know I had some hurt runs on some of the stuff, but overall, there's some good stuff there. I don't get like if 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 Harris Harris's contribution to the band is he, you know, more or less decides what men are going to do, sets the tone, yeah. and then he plays a bass line. And like when you take, he's either if there's any link, he's he's as Jarvis pointed out, exporting good things away from Maiden, or he's over there and you're going, oh that that's a Maiden baseline, which is like, 
it's not enough to be definitive and link it back. You know what I mean? I just don't see. I don't see... know what you're saying. I don't understand. Okay. So my point is, is I'm not going to go and watch a Steve Harris play bass on a whole new palette and be like blown oh, away see, by Steve Harris. Because I think we're going to see a British Line show. Oh, God. I'll go if it's in a good city and I can just get plastered. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to. We'll meet Harris. But yeah. I'm not going to go up there and be like, oh, my God, British Lion. Oh, no? Okay. Is, is I'm really like. I no, I mean, I'll go to new it. tracks I, I really yeah. like. Okay, fair enough. I'm All right. Yeah. When you pre-order it. But I would love to see. And it's cheap. Get me one, too. I would love to see Bridge Line and I would love to see Blaze. I've never seen a Blaze solo show. No. Which I think would be also be awesome. Blaze, yes. I'm in. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, another news story. Snippet. Snippet. Yes. Bruce Dickinson has been awarded the role of honorary group captain in number 601 squadron of the Royal Air Force. So he's an honorary group captain. Oh, my Cool. So he can represent the RAF in fencing now. I think that was a big <laughs> big. <laughs> Push behind this, according you know what? to what I've read online. They're, they're in pretty – their fantasy team is in pretty rough shape. They're getting a 60-year-old rock star. <laughs> like, seriously. I love it, man. He's such a military geek, isn't he? I know. And this he is He just cool. loves it. It's so cute. So he's Group Captain yeah. Harris – or Group Captain Dickinson now. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it, man. I look up – that's the equivalent of, I love it. of a colonel yeah. in the Canadian Air Force. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and, you know, like, he's got his stripes. He was in the Army like, before. This is not He was BS. in the Army before yeah. in his book. Yeah. He read his book uh, as a teenager. He was in the mm-hmm. Territorial Army. Um, I looked it up. He was in the University Officers Training Corps mm-hmm. as an Army Reserve for six months in 1978. Yeah. So. Cool. He was a. Uh, I'd say all those RAF dudes, too. Like, a lot of them, you know, they transition out of the military and they go into commercial pilots and like okay. you know obviously he's a humongous success yeah independent of that but the fact that he's got he's done so much commercial is pretty impressive to a lot of pilots yeah but so, that's kind of cool, cool. They, uh, he's so into flying yeah. and into like military history it. that's cool that they did that at first when you were talking about the, the british royal i was like oh, are we talking about Meghan markle and prince, <laughs> prince harry are coming <laughs> yeah they're moving to canada yeah, apparently they're moving to Canada. That's and everybody's lo- losing their sh- there was an I don't em- follow any of this royal family stuff, so people are, like, talking yeah. to me about it, and I'm like, I have no idea what you're really? talking about. Really? I've been, like, reading everything. I'm loving it. But the <laughs> best part, the best part was, like, <laughs> someone wrote on the internet. I don't know where. I can't attribute it. But someone wrote, it's like, when the media cares more that that uh, that the queen's grandson is moving to Canada than the queen's actual son being a pedophile. <laughs> Prince Harry and the Epstein stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, you're, you're I totally don't follow any of this. Didn't go himself. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I got another maiden kind of. It's not really news, but it's it is kind of newsworthy. Our friend Fergal in Ireland yeah. went to see Bruce at his speaking tour. You mean our Irish correspondent Fergal? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, he sent me a message, and I'm going to play it now. Hey Nesbitt, how are things? Uh, I went to the Bruce Dickinson uh, spoken word show last night, just wanted to give you an update. Um, Overall I thought it was a decent show but not brilliant. I don't think the spoken word format is really for me and I don't think it works very well, even for Bruce actually. uh, As discussed on your podcast, uh, he has a certain type of sense of humour and um, for for me anyway and I know for you and Josh it, it, it doesn't really come across as too funny so there was a lot of kind of attempted stand-up comedy but it didn't go very well or didn't go down very well with the crowd I didn't think anyway um, he did mention a few things that I thought were interesting that I thought you might be interested in um, as recently discussed on the podcast he claimed that um, when his guitar was plugged in during Revelations on the uh, Peace of Mind and Paris Live Tours uh, sorry, when he, when he was playing guitar, he claimed his guitar was never actually plugged in. Uh, I'm not sure if it was if it was a joke or not, but it seemed like he was actually serious. Uh, he found out later that his guitar was never plugged in during those songs. Um, he also mentioned, somebody asked him straight out, will you ever play Alexander the Great in Iron Maiden? And he said emphatically, yes. Yes, they would. Uh, he didn't say when that would be, but one would have to assume that it would be on the next Legacy of the Beast leg. Um, also, he was asked if Trooper or Robinsons are ever going to brew a stout, and he said yes, they will, and it sounds like it's the next beer they're going to do, because he said he was at a tasting of a stout there recently, so that seems to be the next beer that they're going to do, which is a stout. Uh, what else? Um, oh yes, he was asked uh, 
will he ever play Empire of the Clouds? He said not with Iron Maiden, uh, but he would love to play it and he'd especially love to do it with an orchestra. Then he was asked, will he have a solo album again in the future? And he said definitely yes, and Roy Z has been working on it with him. He just doesn't know when it will be released, but 100% he will. And he said he will definitely tour behind this solo album as well. So those were just the highlights anyway. Uh, thought you might be interested. Talk to you soon. Bye. Wow. So, Lots uh, to digest there. Yeah, he said he's definitely going to play Alexander the Great. Interesting. I was. Thinking you don't think they'd drop that in the next Legacy of the Beast leg, would you? I don't know. It depends. What would they take out? Who knows? But that'd be cool. Yeah. That's one of those songs that people always talk about wanting Maiden to play. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't see it going in this tour. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I, we kind I of think, speculated about yeah. them dropping a new track from the new album into this. Well, why wouldn't they play it on the new album tour? Yeah, well, they would, but I mean, they've been known to do it. They've done it twice before. Yeah, previewed a track from the new album before the album came out. But he just off the cuff said that the odds that someone, you know, hit that bullseye. And not only that, just think about it this way. If you play it on the third leg, you're ripping off everybody who saw the first two legs. How so? Well. You didn't enjoy what you, who cares? They can change whatever they want. They can. So when you talk about bands like Pearl Jam or Tragically Hip, who just have 100% different songs every single day. Every single show, you yeah. can see them 10 shows in a row, and there's like, like we saw Pearl Jam, I saw Pearl Jam when they played back-to-back nights. Yeah. There was very, very little overlap. That's right. But that doesn't mean the people in the second night got ripped off because they didn't see the stuff in the first night. No, except that, you know, Maiden keeps their tour list, you know, static yeah, to a I point. Suppose. And, you know, all the, if they throw it on the tail end of a tour, you know, and people are asking them about it because they care. But they've done that before mid-tour, yeah. like switched up the set list. I don't know. For me, I would like them to do it in fresh in a tour. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know. I was pretty happy. So with when he says that, he says, yes, I'm not thinking like third leg. I'm thinking the in the future sometime. Tour after yeah, totally. Or one. it's on our radar to play someday. So what do you think about the uh, the news that they're brewing a stout? Yeah. So that yeah. was that was the delicious part. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. It was I, as good as the, the red and the black porter I yeah. loved. Refresh, I love stouts. Yeah. Refresh my memory. Did Robinsons have a stout? I think they did have a stout, didn't they? No, they have a maiden. Stout? No, exactly. One. But but they do brew I'm stout. I'm sure they do. They have tons of years. I don't yeah. know. But generally they do ales. So I don't know. I'm sure they could handle it. Um, I I'm hope. sure Robinsons yeah. done stouts before. They probably have done multiple stouts. Yeah, but it, like be, maiden is a. I know it's a like mm. probably one of the biggest beers that they brew now. Yes. But before Maiden came up along, they were still a huge brewery with tons they of were. beers. They so. were. Yeah, it's perfect. It's an awesome brewery. Yeah. Mm. But uh, if this comes out, mm. the stout, well, when it comes out, I think they should call it Stout of the Silent Planet. <laughs> <laughs> have, have I heard this before? Have I, you been? You Yes. You. I tweeted this to Robinson oh, Brewery once gosh. when I said something about Maiden beers. No. And the other one I said was Number of the Yeast, but that one's kind of a cheesy one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, my God. And this Bruce Solo album, we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy Z, like a year ago or more, over a year ago on his Facebook, said they have 17 songs just waiting to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be the Eter- If Eternity Should Fail album. So Bruce said it, If Eternity Should Fail was the title track that they kind of took and redid for the last Maiden album. Mm-hmm. But he's going to keep his version uh, as the title track on his new solo album. So I don't know when that's going to come out. Mm. And they can squeeze recording that in. Yeah. Oh God, they're they're awful busy for sixty year olds. I know. You know, I'm sitting here. I'm <laughs> getting exhausted. That's why such a great band because it's like there's so much stuff to keep track of and there's yeah. so much to listen to and there's always something new. Yeah. It's great between the beer and the reissues of lots whatever. of stuff. Yeah, I know. Lots awesome. of stuff. Um, I got another call just because we're playing calls. This is another call that we got not very long ago, a few days ago. This is Decker from Dallas, Texas. Love the show. I'm all caught up. Listen, I just uh, completed my vinyl collection with Somewhere in Time. So I decided to go back to episode six and realize that you reviewed the entire album in about an hour and a half in the two episodes, which I love, by the way, because I was able to do it with my uh, through my lunch break Um, in the future. It'd be awesome if you guys could do like a summary of each album. It takes about an hour and then do the full on review as you have been doing. Anyways, love the show. I wish you guys continued success. Uh, Up the irons, down the hops. Until next time.
Yeah, I know. We've he's, talked about that a few times. That we he's like covered on there. a bunch of these episodes. Yeah. Two episodes on Somewhere in Time. I can't Man, believe we did that. We did, we did, well, we just did like five on Peace, on Peace of, of Mind. Mind. It gets harder to sum them up. Yeah. The wor- but the worst. Well, it, we yeah. kind of didn't realize at first that. You were hesitant to go to two. I was. I was like, yeah, should I remember we just do that. an hour and a half episode or yeah. should we break it into two one hour episodes? Yeah. And I was like, are we going too deep? But then we yeah. got such a feedback, then we just kept stretching them out and out. And then we went to like three episodes and then four and now yeah. we're five. And if you like us going in, de- in depth, yeah, I've started uh, like doing notes and researching and making clips for when we do uh, Brave New World. Yeah, I don't know how many episodes that's going to be. Eight. That's the last no. episode we have left to do. Yeah, the last album. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna like. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm not gonna rush it. through that one. I'm yeah. pretty sure like the Wicker Man is gonna be a full episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's 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 funny. I you know I've I've beaten myself up on this one because I like the way we did it and bounced around. Yeah. But I'd almost love to do a chronological. But if we'd have done the early years in the beginning, it would have sucked. And we did attempt we tried, it. Yeah. And then we came back later. Now, yeah. you know, you were doing. I like the bouncing around from time to time. It's, it's I don't want to go chronologically just because. No. I don't know. It's fun just to. It's tough. But I mean, somewhere in time, I mean, if we did that now, I mean, it was glowing at the time. Yeah. But it would be even worse. And now. I thought we were going super deep. I haven't even yeah. listened to those since, like, oh, I can't we listen. recorded them. I, I can't listen back. before, like, episode 20 or 30. I do listen to the podcast, yeah. I enjoy it. And I listen to it to see how we can improve it. But we're, we come from different perspectives. I've always said, like, longer is better as long as – but you're like, no, it's got to be good quality. And I'm more tangential. I'm like, look, people – you know, yeah. tangents are good. People can't focus too yeah. long. I'm like, tangents are good, yeah, but I always want to keep everything – But you do. But, yeah, of course. Me, yeah. And you keep all the, the quality high, which is awesome. Yeah. But I remember early on, you know, you were, like, very set on not running episodes. And I was like, you know, like really what we could do is have fun and yeah. if people don't like it, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of thing. But but we found our, our groove in the middle there. Yeah. And it worked. But that always happens when you start yeah. something. Instead oh, you of don't know what it is. You trying find to your figure voice. out what we want to do and like putting it yeah. off for a year. We just like started. Well, you hear those first episodes. They sound so horrible. Yeah. The, there's that one where we didn't have the microphone plugged in. Yeah. There's, you know, do you know they what just I, sound really bad like compared to yeah. like – the current and, episodes. And remember, like, we were just so, like, Growing what do we pains. say? What do we do? Like, it's, yeah. it was so different. But now, I mean, now, if anything, our problem is, is like, oh, God, we got an hour. Like, let's keep it in an hour. Like, yeah, that's we the can thing start that happens talk- now as we look I mean, over. And I'm looking like, now. Hit, yeah. you, we, you got a stack there of stuff. Like, 40 minutes. Oh, my God. Half, it's, not even it goes so fast. Totally. Because yeah. you, you got so much to say. It's the opposite problem. Yeah. It's the opposite problem. You can't fit it in. Yeah. It's weird, too, because when you first started the podcast, it's, I don't know, I felt so, like, awkward. Yeah. I felt like I had to like keep I know I talk really fast. Yeah, we both did. Because I've heard I've seen this a couple of comments on iTunes yeah. where people are like, These guys talk really fast. And they have funny accents. Yeah. But I'm yeah. like I didn't I guess I don't know. But I do yeah. tend to like when I get excited about something, I yeah. just like try to plow I start to like plow through it and I need to like calm down. Yeah. Which I kinda learned to do over time. Well I thank God you But said in the it first episodes I'm just like yeah. it's like I'm trying to make a point and I'm like Talking, well, talking, thank thank God you said it is because you're shit to do a podcast <laughs> with. You know, you, you just like you don't bring anything to the table. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting in your house drinking your beer and you're there with all these notes. It's, it's just actually kind of a dream gig. I got another awesome yeah. email. Um, it's from a listener, Christy Byatt. And she says, hi, I heard you say a few times that you like the Hocus Pocus riff oh. and wondered whether you had heard Andy Reid do it with no vocals. P.S. Where the Wild Wind blows is brilliant <laughs> where the wild wind blows oh this is the ultimate like. troll by to nope. me so yeah. you said you hocus pocus focus focus that hocus pocus by focus yeah. when maiden covered yeah. it you're like it's such a good riff it's awesome but, but then the wasted. garbage they throw right. over it yeah so she sent a link yeah it's adrian smith and joe clancy jamming that song with no vocals in 2009 oh uh, Are you going to play this? Yes. Yeah, so Adrian oh. Smith from Iron Maiden, obviously. Joe Clancy from a band, Vardis. Um, I don't know. I guess they were friends and they had this jam session. Yeah. Um, Vardis, English three-piece hard rock, heavy metal band from Wakefield, England. Um, they were around in the like the late 70s, early 80s, and they reformed in 2014. And Joe Clancy joined in 2015. So if you go to Joe Clancy's YouTube page... You can hear the whole thing. I'm just going to play a clip. But this is, this is exactly what you're wishing for. Oh, wishing. I love this, this was like yeah. the awesome riff with yeah. the garbage vocals. 
That that riff right there, that's amazing. So that's who sent exactly, who sent that in? Uh, our listener, uh, Kirsty. Kirsty. Yeah. Shout out. Thank you for that. You were asking you were like, why can't they just use that riff and yeah. why do they have to ruin it with the yodeling? Every time I hear that, do you know what I think? I think there's like. I don't know. I wouldn't even put it in the main. There is a mainstream hit of epic proportions to be put over that, like uh, almost like a radar love kind of like just yeah. if you if you put the right. I'm not a producer. If you put the right stuff with that, that's there's just something so catchy there. Well, that band Focus that yeah. originally put the, the song original. Out. I'm not song. sure if the original. That's was the a original hit or not. sucked. Uh, well, you played it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if it was a hit or not. I think I don't know how it, the yodeling, yodeling like, it's almost oh, like you're sabotaging this awesome riff. Little. Oh god! Anyway, that's from a jam session that was recorded August 2009. Kirsty, friend of the show. Yep. So if you go to that's only a small, very small part of this jam session. Mm. Joe Clancy's YouTube page. Look up Joe Clancy, Ad, Adrian oh. Smith, and Joe Clancy live jam 2009. I think is the name of the video. Yeah. If you want to see the whole thing on YouTube. Um, so this guy Joe Clancy was in this band Vardis. So I looked up Vardis and I started watching some clips of them on YouTube. They're awesome. They're like another one of these like new wave of British heavy metal bands. Um, I actually ordered one of their albums on vinyl. They have an album called 100 Miles Per Hour. It's their first album and it's also a live album. So their first album was a live album. Yeah. And I don't have it yet, but I ordered it online. So anyway, awesome clip. Thank you for sending that in because you were... I think every single time that song came yeah. up, you're like, "Why do they have to? Why can't they just play the I riff? Hate why can't we it. just I hear that?" Without but she the vocal? she saved it. Although she sewered me with the Wild Wind Blows, but we'll let that go. Yeah. She's friend of the show. Where the Wild Wind Blows is a good song. Yeah, it's just I think it's it's just that you it's know. over. It's I wouldn't say it's overrated because it's not well known, but like a lot of people tend to like put it up on this like pencil yeah. as this like epic. We just picked song. it. I'm as, like, eh, it's pretty good. What, how did that start with the ridiculous lyric episode or something we did? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, the TV. I don't know. The but, last two years of this mm. podcast is like it's over two years now. It's just yeah. been a blur. I can't remember. What it is a blur. What episode? It is a blur. The uh, we got a whole bunch of emails too about uh, those the last few episodes, the non-album tracks episode that we did. Um, a bunch of people. Actually, I'll just read this email because this is referring to it. So this is from Greg. He says, "Hi, Team Maiden. You will no doubt have heard that." The Walking on Broken Glass Floyd guitar part was from the Snowman animation and the Walking in the Air song. I guess you never heard it because you don't have much snow up there where you come from. So I guess he's... <laughs> but Take a few, a bunch of the people, piss? the melody of yeah. that guitar solo from that Walking on Glass song yeah. that we played on the yeah. own album is from this like cartoon called The Snowman, mm. this melody in there, which a bunch of people emailed me and a few people tweeted at me. That, that's where the melody comes from. Oh, okay. Um, he wrote a big part about Motorhead, too, which I'll get into another time. But he says, thanks for a great couple of years of your stuff. It's really made me appreciate Maiden again. Up the irons, Greg. Nice. So, Friend uh, of the email. show. Yep. Um, Lots of friends today. There's a whole bunch. I'm just. I'm not going to read full emails, but we've got a bunch of emails about peace of mind. Ricky says, love the podcast. Listen to every episode now. And I really like how the peace of mind one has gone. So many cool clips of things I've never heard. And useful bits of info I've never known about. These guys do a great job. Mm. So, that's good. And Stefan, or Stefan, says, absolutely love the Peace of Mind episodes and cannot wait for you for you to tackle Virtual 11. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Josh's wait can't wait Not going to be the same. Not going to be the <laughs> Josh same. Josh is sharpening his knife. Getting oh, ready to my like... God. I'm not going to be too brutal, <laughs> but after the, dare I say, the show that you pulled with Fear of the Dark... You know, like you were, oh, this is the worst Maiden album. Yeah. You, oh. Oh, I still think I'm gonna, 11's better than All Fear of the, the Dark. Fear of the Dark fans out there, yeah. I'm going to even the score. <laughs> Nisbet, I'm going to take you down. Center I think stage. Virtual 11 is like underrated. Underrated. It's still at the bottom <laughs> Under, of the Maiden albums. Everybody thinks it's a two and a 10 when it's actually a three. Well, congratulations, we'll Nisbet. The album. Uh, Carl e- emailed us or sent us a message. It says, gentlemen, enjoyed the. Peace of Mind episodes quite a lot. Your first five-parter. The more the better when it comes to Maiden. Thanks. Mm. Up the Irons, Carl. Nice, Carl. So like I said, we're running out of albums to do. Yeah. I'm going to kind of milk these last ones and savor (laughs) every episode. Stretch them out. So when we get to Brave New World, I'm going to like take my time. Yeah. Virtual 11. I got a feeling that's going to be a four-parter. 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> Kill me now. But th- no, we have a lot to talk about. There are some if great moments. If you have moments. strong feelings about it, yeah. that's a lot to talk about. Yeah. But even if you're if you're talking positives or negatives. Yeah. Like, I don't really care if people like or dislike. I want to hear why you like it or why you dislike it. Yeah. You know I, I, mean? I just, I, I, th- I can't wait. Well, oh, we got to save it for it. But Fear of the Dark, you were so hard on. There was a lot I really liked in there. Yeah. And now, like, There's a lot I liked in there, yeah, too. I yeah, said there's a few. Well, yeah. Not that, not that much. I I think I still think Fear of the Dark is their worst album. Yeah. But there's a lot of good stuff in Fear of the Dark. <sighs> there's a reckoning coming, Nesbitt. <laughs> uh, emailer, emailer. A listener, Shelly. Yeah. Said, Peace of Mind has always been my favorite Iron Maiden album. Thanks for digging so deep on this classic. Shelly, friend of the show. Yep. Good, good, yeah. You can't um, go wrong there. From the covers episode, we got Ayas emailed us. Mm. Says, hi guys, the last episode was awesome, especially for the Godspeed You song. That's the Godspeed You Black Emperor song. Yep. I listened a lot to Virus. I love that song, and it was the first one I listened to from Blaze Bailey era. Mm. Sign of the Cross being the second. Thanks to the best of the Beast compilation. The moment that guy started quoting the virus lyrics, it took yeah. me a few seconds to say, wait, this is virus. Yeah. That was a really cool song. I got a that lot was. of people emailed things, like asking me about that song. But it's funny he said that because you, when you played the clip, I did the same thing. I was like, wait now. I was yeah. like, well, the first I did... time I heard it too, I was like, what? wait now. And I, it, it sounded it's... really familiar, but yeah. out of context, I was like, what? It does. And, and not only and that, when you were setting up the click. clip, yeah. like I remember going, okay, what's going on? And then he starts in it and I'm like – where does this get made? And I'm listening yeah. to the lyrics. I'm like, wait, now that, that's virus. So if that's, anyone's wondering yeah. what we're talking about, it's Listen, the last episode, yeah. the episode two episodes ago, the two covers, the maiden ago, covers. Yeah. Um, the last song we talked about was Godspeed You Black Emperor song where they, uh, I don't want to get into it again, but that was cool. It's worth a listen. It's pretty I enjoyed cool song. that. Yeah. Um, he also says, also, I finished your early years deep dive and the Iron Maiden review because I was reading Mick Wall's book before listening to those episodes. Impressive work, guys. I enjoyed it a lot because of the information. Very accurate, as always. And the overall tribute you did to those past Maiden members who helped in the rise of the beast we know and enjoy today. Mm. Cheers, Ayas. Yeah. So that was the birth of the beast. Mm. That was some of my favorite episodes we've done. Yeah. Well, that that one also, that was a lot of back and forth. It took us a lot to structure yeah. that. Yeah. Spare, and that was a lot. Spare rib. That episode was a lot of work. It was. And when I hear yeah, people get a kick out of it. Yeah. Uh, it makes me yeah. feel good. We recorded all of that before and trashed it all. Remember, we went through it all. Yes, I yeah, know. We tried completely, to do it. and then completely. a year later, we and I loved did it, it in a five-hour. And you were like, "No, it's too listy." And then we had to go back and draw it how we were going to get it out in a digestible way. Yeah, and that was the thing. Why was it? Uh, we got a few emails recently, but people were looking for your walking tour of of London. Oh, was someone looking for that? Yeah. No, I didn't. See uh, the, I got I got okay. to get it from you because a few people on Facebook are looking yeah. for it. Yeah, we. Yeah. I did a. Uh, a map of London that has like yeah. all the significant yeah. spots in maiden history. Like yeah, Google know, maps. like 30 different uh, yeah. locations where different things happened. Speaking of that episode where we did all the covers, someone named Dean said, not sure if this is in y'all's stack of cover songs to go over, but it's always been one of my favorites. Um, this is a cover that he sent in. I'm just going to play it now. So that is Cradle of Filth doing Hello Be Thy Name. <laughs> I don't understand how that can be one of your favorite Maiden cover songs. I don't but know. I don't know. I'm just not into those vocals, man. It's so. a t- 100% deal breaker for me. Yeah. Sounds like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I just can't listen to music with those kind of vocals. No. So, uh, Dean, I don't yeah. know, man. Sorry, Dean. Yeah. I'm not Still saving... friend of the show. Thanks <laughs> I'm not for the saving email, that but... one for the next cover no, episode. because no, we're not doing uh, that. All the, you know, like if you do that, I bet live that would be cool. I don't know, man. Like musically, That's the band is stressful, good, but like, uh, yeah, I just I can't get into it. I know I sound like, you know, the old man Nesbitt. I'm sure there's like <laughs> old man Nesbitt. Gosh darn it, my CD pre-order won't come in time, and I can't buy this new MP3 on the DVD. And why are they screaming the rock music? I can't listen to it, <laughs> Nesbitt. No, you don't sound old at all, buddy. But That's I'm sure there's at. people that are into like easy listening. Totally. That hear Iron Maiden songs. 
And they're probably like, oh, that's noise. Oh, that's noise. So I get that. it's just a taste. I don't What's know. that easy listening? Like, yeah. um, Paul Duttwheeler yeah. emailed us. He said, Sebastian Bach doing Children of the Damned is amazing. Awesome, Sebastian Bach yeah. from Skid Row. No, I'm I like a huge that. Skid Row fan. I'm not. No, but I think he nailed that. He's awesome. That was excellent. Yeah, you're not a big Skid Row fan. Not you're really. not a big hair metal type no, guy. Not really. I love Skid Row. Mm. Um, another email. This is the last one because we'll wrap it up. We're getting up to an hour now. Mm. It says, "Hey guys, this is from Adam. Hey guys, really enjoying the show. I just listened to the Yannick episode. I'm not listening in any particular order. And though not a Yannick hater per se, I still believe the band would be better as a five piece." I appreciate that he's had a hand in writing some great tunes, but I think the band doesn't need his live histrionics and is playing whilst falling down the stairs guitar solos. Just my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) That is good, though. That's funny. Uh, Whatever. Everyone has an opinion. Totally. Um, I'm looking forward to the Virtual Eleven breakdown. I repurchased the Blaze albums after you reviewed X Factor. I'm really enjoying that album, but I think Virtual is going to be a tough sell for you, Nesbitt. Really struggling with that album. Apart from the Klansman and Como Este Amigos, I'm really not getting it. Anyway, keep it up, you guys. Who's that? That is Adam. Ah, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Good, good email. So he's right on the the virtual eleven, no question. And on the Yannick stuff, it, <laughs> the falling down the stairs—that's hilarious. Um, however, I think you know you won that argument in the episode by playing his contribution to Maiden. That stuff yeah, wouldn't his exist. Contribution, yeah. Writing and you know also songs that yeah. like he defined, but he was it was writing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can't subtract so much of that. And, yeah. Well, Yannick's as yeah. big of part. He's been in yeah. Maiden as long as Adrian's been in Maiden. That's right. Pretty much, I think we worked it out to like within a, a week or two. Yeah, and there's a studio album or two of difference. Isn't yeah. There? And but the well, I'm not talking about the time. The yeah, the releases. In the I'm years. talking about the time yeah, that they've the been in the band. Yeah, it's more than that actually. Difference because Adrian only missed a handful. But um, the other thing is, when you look at him now, you could do a five piece. But if you watch the way well, we've talked about it, he trades off certain solos in certain parts of the tour. You don't know where the guys are at if they want to handle load on all that stuff. Maybe it's you know it's part of it's a load sharing. They have a they, for sixty year old guys. They have a a pretty hectic tour schedule, you know. Yeah. And, and he shakes some things up. So I don't I know. like having Yannick on stage. I like it too. Fun. And some people say like, oh, he's dancing around. He's you know, it's like there's only so much that Bruce can do. You know. I mean, he's at the pyrotechnics running around. I mean. I like having Yannick up there. Know, I like I it know. too. And like, you know, it, it, they're like, oh, he's dancing around. It's silly. I'm like, did you see the giant puppet come <laughs> on stage? Yeah. The giant puppet with the fake sword, yeah. you know? And then, did, did you see the did you see the pilot guy with the flamethrowers? Yeah. The guy twisting his guitar. That's silly too. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, this is part of the show. I love it. Maybe it's a little basic, but when he runs around, he runs under the eddy and all that stuff. Yeah. I love it. Like, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's great. And I've been on the Yannick side of the stage a bunch of times mm. and like half close to the stage. Uh, yeah. And you really get to see him. I don't know. It's entertaining. Yeah. I don't know his personality. Like he's not out there. But I mean, to me, he just seems, he seems like a cool guy. Nice from, who's, yeah. yeah, he seems and like I've a cool read guy. And I online people have run into him yeah. and stuff, and apparently he's really super. Yeah, nice and he just loves. He loves what he's doing. Yep. And and he had a really credible career before. We did that in the episode oh, yeah. too. So, yeah. and his solo stuff with Bruce. But anyway, go on. Yep. Um, one last thing before we like wind it down. End. Before yeah. we wind before it down. Before we before we talk about the least. So I brought up minutes. Maiden books a bunch of times. Yes. And I've, you know, I've got, what, at least 15, 16 Maiden books. Yes, you do. Um, different editions of books. Mm-hmm. Another book that uh, recently that I got, it's called The Detailed Discography of the Beast by a guy who's Luisma666 is yeah. his name. It's an e-book. It's not actually a, uh, like a physical book. Oh, yeah, I saw that, yeah. 
Um, it's not a history. It's basically mm. like a compiled discography of the band, and it goes yeah. chronologically through the discography and has every, like every note from the liner notes. Yeah, it's got like background information. It's got all the lyrics. It's got yeah, like for each album it has lyrics, to each song, the different versions of the releases, production notes, credits, the different formats it came yeah. out in, the press release that the band put out for yep. each album. And then, like, song by song, it has, like, credits, commentary, and quotes from the band on, like, from various sources. Mm. It's very thorough. Yeah. And it's, like, I saw some people online that were like, why would you pay money for an ebook?" I'm like, it's 1,121 pages. It's a huge document. Yeah. Of data. And I know how much, like, work it is to, like, yeah. come up with, you know pages of notes for covering an album. Yeah. I can't imagine how much work it was put into this. Anyway, it's totally worth the money. I bought a copy of it and I've been reading through it. Yeah. If I had had this document two years ago when we started <laughs> the podcast, yeah. it would have saved me like a hundred yeah. hours of like research and reading. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's basically like, it's an awesome, it's called the detailed discography of the beast. And I guess you can find it if you Google it. It's yeah. the webpage is like, it's subscribepage.com slash Louisma666. But mm. uh, he's been posting, like, notices of it on, like, forums here and there. And yeah. I don't know. But uh, it's totally worth the worth the money, I think. If you're into, like, a massive amount of, like, data on Iron Maiden discography. Yeah. It's, like, a really, really thorough yeah. resource. Yeah. You know, it's not, if you just want to have, like, a light read of the history of Iron Maiden, that's not what this is. But if you're into, if you want details and you want to go deep, yeah, this is the document. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I thought I'd mention it just because it's. Uh, I was kind of hesitant. Um, he, I wasn't sure if I wanted to buy it or not because I'm not really into ebooks. Yeah. But then he sent. Me, <laughs> you, he you, sent. Yeah. Well, he sent me a preview, which is like the first. I can't remember how many pages. And I was looking through, and I was like, wow. And then I saw that the whole thing's like over 1,100 pages, and I was like, wow. oh, this is pretty cool. So. Anyway. Are you going to read it? I already read it. You read the whole thing? I read the whole thing over Christmas. <laughs> you read in a thousand-page book that's just step-by-step -step press releases, everything. You read all it's that. press releases. Well, a lot of it's, like, data, like, yeah. you know, the, the lyrics. Oh you know what I mean? God. Like, the, going through it. But, yeah. Wow. Well so, done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought I would mention it. Uh, if people are, like, on the fence of if you want to buy it or not, it's, it's a very thorough document. Yeah. But no, we were getting into it. It's very, it's very like deep. <laughs> You're a man of mystery, Nesbitt. Thousand page ebook. All right, so that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Finish off our. We had a few other. Yeah, finish off our beers. Yeah. You had a, we had a few other things. We'll we'll tee up for the future. I've got a few pages of stuff here yeah. that I wanted to get into that we never got a chance I've to got get a, into. I've got a. I don't know. Axe to grind with oh, yeah? uh, Sharon Osbourne. It's come up again. Right. There's more happening. We'll get to uh, that. Sharon Osbourne, the official enemy of the podcast. The enemy of the people. Well, she, he, we declared her the official enemy of she, Talking Maiden. She's the worst. <laughs> oh. You know what? I think she is the worst. Oh. Oh, I hate her so much. She <laughs> so is So Josh has a news story on uh, Sharon Osbourne, and mm. I dug up a sound clip of it, about it. So yeah. We'll get into that next and then, and episode. Then or maybe after. Ozzy's uh, doing some stuff. Like, we'll get into that yeah. soon. Oh, that new Ozzy track. Not a fan. Yeah. How much auto-tune and harmonizing oh can you put God. on his voice? Anyway, we'll get and into it. And this is coming it. from a big Ozzy fan. Um, yes. Or a big Black Sabbath fan. Exactly. Anyway. You see what I mean about sometimes you got to quit while you're ahead. Yeah. Um, next episode, I think we're going to get into the Virtual 11 episode. Yeah. We'll start recording in a few days. Yep. Yeah. Staring at my... Uh, we're, we're looking at <laughs> virtual all of 11 the versions albums. here now. What's that there? That's the double CD, That's the original the, Jewel the Case. The double Japanese two CD okay. version. And the Jewel Neat. Case and the, and the vinyl. The remaster and the, and the vinyl. Yeah. Oh. So that's, that's it. It's a lot, a lot of Virtual 11. Can't <laughs> wait. Talkingmaiden.com slash talk yeah. if you want to leave us an audio that's message right. like the ones we played today. Or talkingmaiden at gmail.com. Yeah. Is this episode 113? I'm not sure. That's around there. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> if you've made it this far without without learning the But there's URL, new, there's new yeah. uh, listeners every week. There are. Every yeah. week there's listeners, new yeah. listeners. If you look at the That's true. downloads, Talk, they're yeah. going up, up, up every week. So there must be new people. New people. Um, yeah, talkingmaiden.com. 
Yeah. So, we'll someone's going to be like, I hear, I hear stuff about this <laughs> this new podcast. And they come in like, virtual 11. <laughs> Woo, curve goes down. Um, we had the X Factor was one of our most highly downloaded episodes. Really? At the time, like compared so to- So you're telling me I got to bring the heat? So virtual 11, like I think people are very curious to hear what we have to say about this. Yeah. So anyway, that's yeah. it. Okay, TalkingMaiden.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. You can email us, TalkingMaiden at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. I think I already there said you all go. You said all of it. <laughs> yeah, but I said it slower. <laughs> Until next time, <laughs> up the irons, down the hops.